Well, finally, finally, a pen has been put to paper and there is an agreement. But can you please share with us how exactly will this new contract differ uh, from the previous contract with the previous service provider? Yeah, it's uh, aimed at helping the beneficiaries to get more money and reduce the costs uh, which, uh, and deductions to the beneficiaries. The first thing which will happen is that in this handover, it will be happening in a smooth manner so that the beneficiaries don't uh, have to go to hassles in changing and getting new cards. First of all, the production of new cards, uh, it will happen seamlessly. That's why we've extended those cards which have, were expiring now in December, SASA cards, to expire next December so that there'll be a smooth production of cards and handover of cards at the point of where the current beneficiaries are receiving their pensions. That's the first point. The second point is to try and get as many channels for people to have a choice where to get these pensions. Some of the current channels, like the banks, like the retail shops, will continue. Uh, but in addition, we are also trying to introduce the economies from these villages and uh, townships, like the corner shops, like the <clears throat> general dealers, other shops, and village bank and cooperatives to also play a role in distribution of the social grants, much closer to, the, to where the people are staying. So those are the key elements that the transition must not be felt negatively by the recipients. As you know, the contract of CPS expires in March next year. So the handover will take some time, but uh, if start, we are starting to prepare for it. And uh, also the issue of uh, unfair deductions by ambush marketers uh, to the beneficiaries will be reduced in line with the court order where people are finding themselves paying for airtime and multiple insurances. Mm-hmm. So those are the things which will really benefit the, the beneficiaries uh, of the social grant. Minister, you say that there will be a smooth transition, uh, but we know as per the plans that were drawn up previously that uh, there was at least intent uh, to have a trial period just to ensure that when the handover date does come that things do progress smoothly. But of course uh, that has come and gone and there doesn't seem to be uh, too much time to actually institute a trial. Is that now off the cards? Now, the, the trial will continue. Like I said, after signing of this agreement, the first thing is to start ordering and producing new cards without uh, the beneficiaries. That will start at the beginning of next year, and then the issues of the cards will continue. And we envisage the, the replacement of the current cards may take a little bit longer, handled by SASA and South African Post Office. As you know, these uh, new cards will have to have new features. And that process may <clears throat> may take up to September, but that's just a, 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 a replacement of the cards so that uh, the current cards will continue to function. So the other aspects <clears throat> of the establishing of a bank account, that will be done immediately by uh, South African Post Bank. And uh, so that they can start dispersing some of these funds to the relevant channels and platforms which are available currently.
Those who are getting their accounts, I think about 2 million people get uh, have their private accounts with banks. They'll continue uh, to get their accounts through that. And uh, those who are getting through this way, uh, uh, SASA bank, bank <coughs> uh, and, and other bank ca- accounts, those are the accounts which are going to continue to be replaced. Those who are getting it from cash points in our villages and in our townships, they'll continue to do so, but we are trying to reduce the number of people who are getting cash and only limit those who really need to be given cash, like the elderly and, uh, <coughs> and those who, who, who can't open their own bank accounts. Uh, so that's a process we're involved in, and uh, we think that even if the time frames are short, we have got a lot of mitigation fa- uh, measures to make sure that the process continues smoothly and being monitored by the, this committee called, of ministers called INC, uh, which is overseeing the process at a close wash. So, Minister, um, as far as the beneficiaries uh, of SASA grants and their families uh, are concerned, there's nothing for them to worry about, and you are confident that this process will proceed smoothly. Yeah, what is going to be important, uh, by the way, is the issue of uh, communication. Uh, that's why the platform like SAFM and all radio stations and television stations must spread the correct information so that we reduce the anxiety among our beneficiaries. Uh, that's what is going to be important. We're also going to try direct methods of communicating with the pensioners at the point of uh, payment and uh, we'll be producing more pamphlets and we urge community organizations to also spread the correct message so that those who may try to fleece or exploit the system are excluded from it. The key element is that the beneficiary must get most of it without any hassles uh, of this transition. Minister Siamong Atkwele, thanks so much for your time this morning and laying fears there, uh, saying that uh, the payment cards, which many of you have asked about, you don't have to worry about that uh, because uh, they will now be operational until December 2018. And I'm saying this because many of you have asked about your cards that are expiring now in December. So hold on to it. And please don't listen to just anybody. Rather go to the SASA offices if you need information because there are many charlatans and swindlers about. But um, uh, Minister of Telecommunications, Siabonga Kwele, they're giving assurances that the process will proceed smoothly. But for reaction on this, we join on the line by Chief Operating Officer of the Organization Undoing Tax Abuse, Outer, uh, Ben Thron. Uh, ben, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. So you've always been very vocal about CPS being the grant distributor. So what do you make of this latest deal with the post office taking over that service? We can only hope and pray that uh, the current minister, uh, Lamini, uh, is in fact at a change of heart and she is committed to this process because she has proven over and over that she is not committed. In any other country in the world, if you have 17 million recipients, the government would come to Stanford to make sure the 17 million people that depend on grants are taken care of. In this country... Uh, the minister responsible for that goes on holidays. She lies to parliament. She lies to the IMC. She lies to the public over, over, and over. Um, so we're a bit skeptical about exactly where, where they are with the process. Uh, we haven't seen the contract, so we don't know what the gaps are. And if you, if you remember, if you think back 
The people that drove the process was the organization called Black Sash and Freedom Under Law. And without them, we would have still been in a quagmire waiting for something to happen. And those two organizations drove this process absolutely hard to make sure that at least there's some security for the social grounds. We do not trust the minister, uh, the minister of social development. Um, and we're hoping that she's had a change of heart and we're hoping that these things will go smoothly. And that's our position. So, and Alta, you had previously labeled Sasa as um, an organ of state, uh, less of an organ of state and more a crime syndicate. This is what you had labeled them as, alleging uh, irregular contracts with Azande Consulting CC um, worth at least 221 million rand. Uh, have you been able to get more detail on that particular issue? Well, if it, we, we, we've, asked, we've asked Parliament to investigate, and, when the, and that ends my position, our position that when the minister goes to Parliament, she lies, because um, those contracts haven't stopped yet. I mean, there's still moves of to make sure that CPS still gets a cut of the pie in the future, and that's totally unacceptable. The post office, now here's, here's the reality of life. The post office is ideally positioned to actually fact take over the responsibility because it's an organ of state. So two organs of state can work together. The money remains within the state. The post office develops the infrastructure and grows. It is, and what, what ought to happen in South, in South Africa is that the SOEs of which post office will be one must be engines of the economy, not a drain. And you can see uh, the other organizations that become a drain of, on, the, on the economy, and it shouldn't be that way. In this case, we need to make sure that the recipients of the grants is in fact protected and they get the money that, they, that belongs to them. And that's all we're asking. Well, thanks so much for your time as well. Ben Theron is a Chief Operating Officer of the organization Undoing Tax Abuse, Outer. And I-